0: This is Norma Holly for WFHB, and today I have the pleasure of interviewing Dr. Leslie Bishop. She's Emeritus Professor from Earlham College. She has led the team of scientists who have done the EcoBlitz. Would you describe the EcoBlitz?
1: Goal of the EcoBlitz, which is sponsored by Indiana Forest Alliance, it's a comprehensive survey of the flora and fauna within a mature hardwood forest. And that forest, of course, is the Morgan Monroe State Forest and the adjacent Yellowwood State Forest, which includes the Low Gap Nature Preserve. Eco blitz—it's—it's it's kind of a funny word. People don't really know what an eco blitz is, and that is an eco blitz is is a type of survey that covers several reproductive cycles or growing seasons instead of just being a short, intense, quick survey over a day or a weekend. Eco blitz has been going on for for three, four years. It really covers species that occur in different seasons as well as those that reproduce in different seasons. So the Eco it has included natural history observations and studies such as vesting and roosting of, of bats and so
0: forth. Does this basically provide a standard by which future populations can be judged?
1: By doing a survey like this, really you're looking at what species are present. The main thing is, I think the exciting thing is that there are many groups of taxa that have really been understudied, and so I can just give you an example from a study that I was involved with. I am a spider expert, and the spider team, over a three-year period, documented 122 species, and 22 of those had never been seen in Indiana before. So it really gives us an opportunity to look at species distribution, especially those that occur in these mature hardwood forests that have not been documented. The same is true for in another study of lichens, 56% of the species that were found had never been documented in Indiana. Just some very basic understanding of what we have, you know, just our our knowledge of the biodiversity of these mature hardwood forests is literally in its
0: infancy. The new species identified, was that simply because we haven't really seen them in the past or have they simply moved into the area?
1: No, these are species that would be here historically. They've just never been studied. So it just, really shows how little we know about what species actually use these habitats.
0: Were you characterizing the tree areas too or are they already pretty well characterized?
1: Uh, This past summer I led a team of both volunteers and other scientists doing a forest characterization study of this area. This was the 900 acres, Morgan Monroe Yellowwood. So that study was just a descriptive study of the tree species, the the size of the trees, the composition of the communities on ridges, slopes, and down in the bottomlands. We had several scientists who are able to analyze tree cores, do the tree coring to give us a sense of the age of the oldest trees in the forest. We also had Darren Rubino from Hanover, looked at old trees that had fallen already and took took chainsaw profiles of those to age, age those in the nature preserve where we couldn't core trees. So we got a sense of, you know, not only a little bit of the history of the area in terms of age, but also composition and distribution of species.
0: And what were the ages of the older trees that you surveyed there?
1: Well, that was... That was kind of a cool thing. <laughs> this work was done by Justin Maxwell at Indiana University. There was an old beach down in the bottoms, of one of the isolated bottom areas that was 233 years old, trees that ranged from 100 years old to up to that eldest of 233. But the average age was about 114.
0: Now I understand that because of climate change, actually the beech trees are likely to move out of Indiana. It's hostile territory now. Forests are becoming more maple, hickory.
1: Well, the I think that there's still a lot of question about what's going to happen with species distribution, and I mean that's really not the point of the eco blitz. These forests, these forests are are showing kind of a typical late stage of succession of forests in Indiana, of deciduous hardwood forests, and the beech maple um, are the dominant species of the late stage moving into old-growth forests, and and so, like, the forest characterization studies showed that the, the predominant species in the small size class are the beech and the maple, which... You know, really shows that that's what's happening. Those are going to be the trees that can survive and can place trees because they are shade tolerant. They can grow up underneath a, a canopy of big old trees. The oak hickory are shade intolerant, so they require openings in the forest for their seedlings to sprout and grow. So the forest is will eventually move towards a more beech maple dominance which is typical old growth forest in central Indiana hardwoods. That's in terms of climate change, you know, Species distributions are going to be changing, and along with that are just a host of unknown pathogens and just kind of unknown features that we can't predict going to happen. So that's really, to me, why it's so critical to understand the composition of forests, species that use the forest, just the whole ecosystem, because we don't know what's coming. There are specialists, of course, that can answer that question much better than I can in terms of climate change. But to me, it makes common sense to have areas of of these mature forests that allowed to go to their old growth successional stage just as references for the very thing of studying the effects of climate change, the effects of, of disturbance and all kinds of features that happen in ecological systems as a way to compare to what's happening in in areas that are managed in other ways.
0: Would you explain what is a mature forest and what's an old growth forest?
1: In terms of just plant succession, old growth stage is kind of it's the the ultimate stage of a forest that it it progresses to from early stages of being uh, like an old growth field kind of thing to through all the stages all the way to mature to the last stage of course is old growth. And in Indiana there's very few old growth forests left. I mean that's a, it's a rare underrepresented type of forest. What we have happening right now in many of our state forests because of logging history, we have forests that are returning to old growth characteristics. It's hard to just delineate these stages by ages. We have forests that are in the 100-year-old and at, at around 100, 150-year-old forests, they are that are not being managed. They are starting to show characteristics of old growth. Those characteristics include big old trees, a lot of coarse woody debris or down logs on the forest floor, which provide habitat and crucial. Structural complexity to the forest, standing dead trees that become habitat for, for many animals. It's the characteristics that develop. You, I guess you never really get an old-growth forest. <laughs> if, if there's been a management history, it can't be kind of the classic definition of old-growth forest. Forestry Stewardship Council actually designates two types of old-growth forests, so one being a forest that has truly never been cut before and then type two would be the type that is progressing towards old-growth forests and so that's what we're seeing here is we're seeing forests that are showing characteristics of old-growth if management is limited will be able to progress to that
0: stage. I'd like to thank you, Dr. Bishop. I've been speaking with Dr. Leslie Bishop, who is headed the EcoBlitz team that has evaluated forest area. Thank you very much for your comments.